0: Good morning, London. Welcome to the show, MedPoint Health Half Hour, CFPL 980. Here we are talking fitness, nutrition, all great things that you want to listen to on a Saturday morning. I'm joined by Hannah McCutcheon. She's sitting across from me. Hannah, how are you?
1: I'm great this morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. It's a pleasure to have you along and uh, I think you're becoming a regular now. So we might as well sign you to the big contract, right?
1: Does it come with big money? <laughs>
0: yeah, you'll have to see. I'm still waiting on that, but no, we love uh, we love coming in here and doing the show. Of course, uh, bringing all facts, all things health, fitness related, to you, the listener, so that you can make informed choices. Because that's what it's all about, right? Uh, we want to uh, take certain subjects that we do each week and and we kind of put it under the magnifying glass, analyze it, and then give our professional opinion about it. So we thank you for tuning in. We thank you for for supporting the show and listening, uh, because we always try and make it uh, interesting. If you have any topics that you want us to talk about, you can always email us. It's Ron at Medpoint.ca. I'd love to hear uh, anything that uh, you you want to that you're interested in. What do you want to know about? What do you want us to talk about? Um, of course, we're from Medpoint. Medpoint has a lot of different services. We usually review them every week. Um, But, you know, one of the best things to do is to go on our website, medpoint.ca, and you can check out those. Click around on the links. Our social media pages are up. So if you just want to see what's kind of new and happening around our parts, you can always join us there. Uh, Hannah, I wanted to talk today at the beginning of the show about back to school. My goodness, September already. (laughs) Unbelievable, eh?
1: I can't believe it.
0: It's kind of crazy the weather that we've had over the summer, right? Because we had like three or four tornado warnings. Like, I feel like it's just been so muggy and hot. But this is the weather that people are um, complaining about not having in December and January. Anyway, regardless, here we are now in September, uh, three weeks away from the beginning of fall, autumn season, right? And, uh, you know, we are going to get the cooler weather. I heard pumpkin spice lattes are now for sale.
1: Oh, for sure. I've (laughs) seen them up and you have all the Halloween decorations going on and, you know, all the stores have the costumes and the candy already. Well,
0: just wait another week and I'm sure they'll have Christmas. So, (laughs) look, we wanted to chat about children today on the top of the show because going back to school means back to routine, back to getting focused on academics, back to you know, waking up early, getting dressed, going out to catch the bus. And of course, children, when they are at school, we want to make sure that they are getting uh, physical activity. So some sort of fitness, which generally they get from either recess or in high school, gym class, if you can still enroll in those. Um, I know they're not mandatory anymore, but, uh, and then we also want them eating properly, right? So when it comes to grade school, Parents pack the lunches. Of course, I'm from Godrich, so we didn't have a cafeteria, but maybe they do in grade schools nowadays. I don't know. But they certainly have cafeterias in high schools. So how do we best approach these kinds of topics with our young kids? And how do we kind of shape the message in a way that they start to get it and they really start to click with proper nutrition and and good fitness? Hannah, I know that there's a lot of tips that we're going to throw out right now but my first one is going to going to be to start your day off with exercise Uh, if you can uh, find a way to get your kids active in the first little bit of the day they will do far better on testing because of improved cognitive function they'll have better focus because uh, you know they won't be antsy Um, you know there's so many good benefits for their hearts and their muscles and you know, I think it's something that we're really lacking in today's society. What do you? What are your thoughts on that, Hannah?
1: Yeah, even if it's just you know, let's get ready in the morning. Let's run down the stairs and back up before we brush our teeth, and yeah. okay before we uh, put on our clothes, let's run up and down the stairs again, and um, maybe
0: walk into the bus stop.
1: Walking the dog in the morning, if yep. you have a dog. Yep.
0: We've seen statistically that that kids who get physical activity prior to school, uh, score better on academic tests. It's been well documented. So making sure that you give your kids a good start to the day, maybe, uh, yeah, take the dog for a walk around the block before you get to the bus stop or something like that. Or if you do have the option, uh, drop your kids off maybe a little bit early and they can play on the playground for a bit before school starts.
1: Yeah. I remember that as a kid, I would, there was always that little bit of recess before class started. Yeah. So hopefully they they still have that going on.
0: Yeah. Um, other tips, Hannah, um, for let's talk about grade school because I know that, that that one's usually the pretty tricky one because when kids are young, you're certainly shaping the way that they're thinking about things and doing things. And it really comes from modeling a good example to them, right? Like if you're eating is not very good they're gonna think oh it's okay for me to n- not eat that great because my mom or dad does it so we wouldn't really want to p- empower the kids and set them up for good success so a few lunch tips for for everybody out there the one i had was to be creative make sure that you're switching it up for your kids it doesn't get boring i even thought involving your children in making the lunches so that they have some sort of ownership in it or like you know, because there is oftentimes it'll just go in the lunchbox, and the kids maybe eat something else, or they they
1: switcheroo a exactly. little, exactly switcheroo <laughs> with your friends at school.
0: I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any tips, Sarah Hannah? For yeah, packing um, people
1: can always come in and learn how to read labels with our dietitian as well. Learning right. how to read those labels on those you know um, snacks or juice boxes mm-hmm. that are that have way too much sugar in them. Um, So always, you always have us as a resource. Um, And then, you know, Lunchables, like packing things in little compartments that they love to open.
0: But not getting Lunchables.
1: Yes. Not (laughs) the Lunchables, but making your own, making your own healthy Lunchables. Get
0: proper Tupperware and really like prepare the kids, like prepare them for the day. Like my kids, they have, um, we bought the little Swell water bottles, like the kid ones, and they use them all the time. They use them for everything, and they always have mm-hmm. water on them. I've really put a strong emphasis on water, and uh, if they have juice or something, it's it's always like a treat, like you know on the weekend or something, you can have one cup of juice.
1: Yeah, or make a smoothie for the week, you know yeah. have a make a big batch of smoothie mix and um, lots of you know healthy sugars from the fruit, yeah um, and give that to them in the morning instead of their regular juice box.
0: Well, there can be other cool things that kids like to, to eat, especially at lunch hour, like um, hummus with uh, some veggies, right? Or, or maybe dipping some celery into some peanut butter, uh, certain things like that. You can also take a, a rather unhealthy lunch, like a slice of pizza or something, and make it a little bit healthier. Like, uh, I know what, what my wife has done in the past is she'll take a half English muffin and just put a little bit of sauce on it and then a little bit of cheese and some meat and stuff. And there it's like a, a better, right? A better version mm-hmm. of pizza, even though pizza isn't that great for you. But certainly mixing it up and making sure that kids stay uh, interested and, and are getting the proper nutrients that they need. So staying away from packaged goods, staying away from lots of things with high salt, high sugar is going to be very beneficial. And like Hannah was saying, you know, go out and buy some good Tupperware for your kids to have. because you know, if I, I, at least speaking from personal experience, if I don't have a good Tupperware to, to put like my almonds and blueberries in, I probably won't bring them. I'll just give up because I don't want to put them in a bag and they get squished, right? Or something like that. Uh, so that those are good tips for you. Hannah, any other tips before we go to commercial for back to school? Because you know what? Tuesday's hitting and these buses <laughs> are rolling.
1: Um, last tip, I want to give a shout out to my neighbor Becky. Uh, she has a really cool idea she does with her kids for after school snacks. Nice. She takes a muffin tray, and there, you know, there's twelve compart- compartments in that muffin tray, and she puts a little bit of each vegetable and uh, or a couple crackers, and mm-hmm. you put. All those different options in the muffin tray. And the kids just love it because it's all in little tiny compartments. Right. And you have your one little compartment open. Your 12th one is empty. You say, okay, if you finish all your snacks, then you get one little treat at That's the cool.
0: end. So it's like and some then, are carrot sticks, some are like...
1: Some are celery. You got yeah. maybe hummus in one or a cool. um, couple crackers in another. And I like
0: that. And then it's presented to them in a way that they can see it all and and... And most of the
1: time, if they finish it all, they might not even want that treat at the end because they're pretty full from all those little snacks.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is just a little tip from my parenting experience. Uh, If your kids, you know, your kids like the food, right? But for whatever reason, they're not eating it. Just say, look, we're going to save this for you. So, at dinner time, my wife and I say, We're going to cover this up for you. And if you're hungry before bed, this is what you're going to have. You're not going to have an, a, a different snack or something else. We're not going to waste this food. We're going to come back to it. And, you know, usually the struggle doesn't last much longer after that. And they just, uh, you know, end up eating it anyway. Because they think that if they prolong it, they can get out of it. Right. So, all this to say, ladies and gentlemen, equip your children. Make sure that you're prepared for school. Make sure that they get proper nutrition and that they are exercising regularly because we know in the healthcare system these days there's a big strain on it and we need to do our diligence and and really keep our young kids uh, from such diseases, diabetes and and, uh, childhood obesity and whatnot. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back we're going to be talking about alcohol. Something kids can have, or at least shouldn't have. Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Of course, Saturday mornings, ten a.m. We talk all things health. Ron Young here, your host. I'm joined across from me by Hannah McCutcheon.
1: Good morning, everyone. Lucan
0: Zone. <laughs> well, Dublin Zone. Lucan. Yeah, we'll call it Lucan. No, where'd you grow up, Brussels? Oh, Brussels, Brussels. Brussels Zone. Brussels. I thought you meant
1: now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, it's cool. I love the small town connections. I'm from Godrich. You know, a lot of listeners probably know that and just good community, right? Not saying there's bad community in London. It's just like you're so close knit when you're in a small town. Anyway, Hannah's joining me on the program. She's becoming quite a regular here and we're having great conversation. Now, when we were on the break, we actually got a call in here uh, and it was a... um, Individual who wanted to know, yeah, you're talking about kids, 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 but what about some tips for uh, our workplaces and and ourselves for adults eating eating well at uh, in their places of work? at
1: cafeterias and at work, yeah, yeah. And uh, our dietitian actually has created a letter for our clients and anybody if you want to call in or give us a email, we can send you this letter. Yeah. they've created a letter for your CEO or bosses that you can send to them. Asking for healthier choices in vending machines or at the cafeteria at work. Yeah. And um, it's just a good way to just plant the seed in your supervisor's head.
0: Well, and if you want the change, if you if you truly are passionate about having changes like this made in your workplace, this is a great starting point because then at least a letter is given. Your boss identifies, okay, yeah, this is kind of a problem because we're just given chocolate bars and chips in the machines but they have a say in what goes in those things, right? So for sure, um, you know, having better options or having um, instead of the vending machine, maybe have certain days of the week where you supply your staff with just fresh fruit or fresh veggies, you just bring them in. So certainly we need more people uh, in the workforce really advocating for this and you can be that change, right? One thing that you don't want to do at work though is drink, right? No alcohol in the workplace. Um, And that's what we wanted to chat about on the second half of the show is alcohol. Because we, look, I love a cold beer on a hot day. Very few things, right? Comparable. But you do need to make sure that you're limiting your um, consumption of it. And there's actually a new global study out. And I was was forecasting this. I'm going to take credit for this. (laughs) I forecasted it uh, about a year ago when um, I was reading a book, it was called Lifelines, it's by Dr. Emily Ch- Emily Ch- er, Elaine Chin, and she's awesome, she's Canadian. Anyway, she studies the, uh, the DNA uh, structure, the helix structure, and specifically the enzyme telomerase, which keeps that helix structure intact. And she was saying that even one drink is too much because it starts to compromise some of those Um, enzymes and how they work and operate and it can lead to premature aging of course um, you know other things that alcohol brings fatty liver disease stuff like that so I know people aren't going to want to hear this but you need to really cut back on alcohol we need to in in essence it's, it's a it's a poison right it's it's
1: yeah, I'm reading on the National Cancer Institute right now, Ron, and right. it's it's a carcinogen is what they're stating it as. And like you said, it, it can affect your DNA.
0: Yeah. So I think that people are always like, well, what's one drink? What's one drink here? What's one drink there? It adds up. And I mean, your body has to process all of that alcohol. And just think of what, how your body feels doing that. I mean, Yes, there are some kind of short-term benefits to it. Certainly, it can decrease your blood pressure, like having a drink after work and increase your blood flow. But overall, the short-term benefits are not going to outweigh the long-term side effects of, of consuming alcohol. And I know it's a tough thing to do. Hannah, we were talking about it. It's exactly like the plant-based diet being better for your health but people don't want to surrender that chicken or that beef or the steak, right? Um, people just have a hard time because it's what we've grown up doing. So how do we now take a society that is so used to having social beverages or overindulging at parties and such and say to them, well, you can't really do that anymore. Just, it won't work like that, right? Yeah. So it's kind of an uphill battle, like most things in the healthcare industry. But what they're saying is, you know, really limit it and none is the best option. So if you're listening today and, uh, you know, it's obviously something you probably don't want to hear, but it's what research is coming up with now. I mean, before, I guess it wasn't as... We knew that multiple drinks were bad for your health and then we started to kind of lean into this whole idea that, yeah, once in a while one drink isn't too bad. Well, these studies, Hannah, coming out, there's quite a few of them globally saying none is best. So abstaining from the use of alcohol. I guess it just has kind of like a bigger compound effect than what we want to give it credit for. So... I don't know where to go with that. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who think, nah, there's no way in heck I'm going to give up my wine or my beer. But just think about what you're doing to your health. Think of, think of true health. Think of how good your health could be if you gave up stuff like that, right? And then always be asking yourself, why? Why am I doing it? Why am I partaking so often? Or why am I um, feeling the urge to do this? And kind of analyze it in that way, because sometimes if you don't have a good reason why, you could just be doing it out of emotion or out of, uh, you know, just just self-pleasure, uh, right? it's mm-hmm. You know, people like getting buzzed, people like getting drunk, but you really need to make sure that you, uh, for your health's sake, watch out for that. And was there anything else you wanted to contribute to that? I know it's kind of doomy and gloomy to end (laughs) the show, but don't drink alcohol. Well,
1: (laughs) what you could do instead of um, doing the social events as going out to eat, which Mm. usually relates back to also having some drinks, is trying to make your social events different. Right. Try to, okay, it's, you know, it's cool outside it's winter coming hopefully not coming too soon but <laughs> no, you know you let's let's go skating yeah let's go for a let let's go skate and you know maybe have a coffee afterwards yeah. to warm up instead of going and going out to dinner instead yeah. you know try and make your social events more active instead of just always always going out that's to a skate.
0: great point the other the other tip i'll give listeners here if you're going to buy it just buy smaller quantities of it because if it's in the house, you're probably going to partake of it. Um, what I've been doing recently, because I usually have one or two uh, per week, and now after reading more of these articles, I might cut that down to one or none, I'll just go to the LCBO and I'll grab uh, you know, one tall can of a beer that I, I want to try or one that I've already tried and enjoy. Then I bring it home, it sits in my fridge, and uh, when I want it, I'll have it, you know? And then there's no more, so kind of buy it as you as you. It's just like chips, right? It's just like if that bag in, of Yeah, chips.
1: if they're in your cupboard, you're gonna eat them.
0: That's right. So, anyways, we just wanted to uh, leave on that note. Uh, you can look up that article as well for yourself if you want to peruse that. Um, if you have any questions about the program, Ron at Medpoint.ca course, at MedPoint, we have a lot of different programs. Hannah, we were talking about the uh, we were talking about children at the beginning of the show. Did you know that we have a children's program? Anybody listening right now, if September's kind of back to routine, back to reality, and you're going to be in the city more, maybe sign your kid up for a, a kid's program and get them active. We teach them about proper health and, and get them exercising. And it's very affordable. I think it's $500 for 12 sessions. And, you know, we can spread that out over payments and such. So a good thing to get the kids into and get them. And how cool is that? Like when I was like 13, 14, if I could say, oh yeah, I had my own personal trainer. Like how cool is that?
1: Yeah. Take a look on our website at our testimonials. We had a couple come in for a testimonial and they talked about how their kids are benefiting from coming in and working out with a trainer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Hannah, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. take home message for, for today is, uh, Keep the kids active, give them healthy lunch options and dinner options, healthy snack options, and try and really limit the alcohol consumption for your health, okay? That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us. This has been the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL. Take care. Have a great long weekend.